0: If you're being audited by the irs you're in a very selective group since only one of 400 tax returns make the cut it is a very exclusive company indeed if this is the company that you keep here are three simple steps to help you prepare for your audit i'm Deltrice hart anderson keeping the irs out of the pocketbooks wallets and bank accounts of taxpayers And welcome to this episode of Tax Problem Solved. The first step you should take is to understand the depth of the audit. There are three distinct levels of the IRS audit characterized by the depth of the government's investigation into your financial affairs, understanding the level of the probing you're are about to experience will help you determine how you're going to handle that particular audit the first level is the mail audit these audits are conducted entirely via mail you'll never speak to or meet face to face with an irs agent these usually involve math errors and missed forms from preparation of your tax return or income such as w-2s from a second job that you may have forgotten to enter when you filed your tax return the irs will request clarification from you and it usually requires just writing them back a letter that contains the information they need that's pretty much it And the vast majority of these IRS letters, the IRS audits, they're going to fall into this mail audit category. Now, the next level is an office audit. These audits are conducted by relatively low-level IRS agents at a local level around the country. They conduct a basic verification of any income or deductions or credits to make sure that you've done everything correctly. Okay, so again, the first, the mail audits and the office audits, they are mild audits. The next or that third level is the nasty one. This is the field audit. These audits are conducted by higher level revenue agents that will visit you at your home or your business. And their job is to fully verify everything that you've claimed. They take an in-depth look at your source documents. And I'm talking about individual receipts, invoices, bank statements, you name it. In the extremely unlikely event That you've won, quote unquote, won a visit from a revenue officer for a field audit. I highly suggest having the field office conducted at your Tax professional's office. So, someone not just your tax preparer, but the professional that you have engaged to represent you before the Internal Revenue Service. Remember, I talk always about a licensed, experienced professional. So, you don't want the IRS agent coming to your home or to your place of business, have the audit conducted at your tax professional, the one that's going to represent you, have it conducted at their office, okay? Now, the notice that you receive from the IRS is going to explain what level of the audit that you're facing. Your next step is to determine exactly what the IRS is questioning. Once you determine the depth of the examination you're being subjected to, You next need to understand exactly what, on your return, the IRS is questioning. In the majority of audit situations, the IRS is looking to verify one specific thing. If you've received a letter from the IRS that requests you to write them back with copies of specific documentation, you've been selected for a simple mail audit. The most common issues that come up in a mail audit involve tax credits, dependency issues or dependency questions, medical expense deductions, charitable contributions, education expenses, and business expenses. About three-fourths of all IRS audits are conducted this way and revolve around one single issue on the tax return that the IRS is looking to validate. For office audits, you'll receive a request to visit an IRS office near you. These types of audits usually cover questions about income sources that don't have much of a paper trail. So for my business owners, if you have income that was not reported on a 1099 NEC or MISC, then that's a common audit factor. For my real estate investors, you may have rents because the IRS may not always know the income sources of the rents. So questions like that will come up about your income sources. Now, they also commonly come up for business expenses that are hard to validate. Questions about the value of property, casualty and theft losses, and capital gains tax matters. Keep in mind, you have a legal right to have representation with you at the IRS office for this kind of audit. So please do not go it alone. Get a licensed, experienced professional that can help you understand what the IRS is trying to determine and have them to show up on your behalf. For a field examination, remember those are the nasty ones, for a field audit, you'll be requested to schedule a time for the revenue agent to come to you. These are the most complex audits and the revenue agent will dig into your actual record keeping or bookkeeping system. Field audits are expensive for the IRS to conduct. So they are typically going to involve people with complex tax situations. Again, do not go it alone. I highly recommend scheduling this type of Audit at your professional's office. So, not necessarily your tax professional, but that tax person, that tax professional that licensed, experienced professional that is going to represent you in the audit. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because the IRS is going to do a forensic accounting exam of your actual records and you want to be prepared for it. Okay. So again, get the person, the firm or person that has the license and the experience to assist you in this type of audit. Step number three, you're going to supply necessary documentation for mail audits and office audits, which usually involve singular issues. The documentation you need to prove your income, credits, deductions, etc. will be pretty much straightforward, right? If you lack the necessary paperwork in your own files, you may need to obtain the documentation from other sources. So here, here's an example. You may need to request copies of medical bills from healthcare providers in order to validate any medical expenses you're claiming. If the IRS is questioning the value of an asset, you may need to obtain something like an appraisal from a third party, or Perhaps you'll need to obtain some business records from your office supply store or a local vendor that you bought t-shirts from or that hotel that you stayed at to attend that conference in order to satisfy an inquiry into whether you've actually made those purchases. For mail and office audits. supplying this documentation should satisfy the inquiry in most instances. If you're unable to supply the documentation, but your position is reasonable, you still may be able to provide a simple written or verbal statement about why you're claiming something even if you don't have the proper documentation. These cases are a bit more difficult to win, but there is plenty of precedent for them. So just because you don't have a paper trail for something, do not give up. There is a little magic that can be worked in a lot of instances. For that full blown field audit, the documentation puzzle is a totally different animal. Okay, so. The exact documentation strategy here can't really be generalized since the issues being investigated are always unique in these types of audits. So there again, get someone licensed and experienced to assist you with these types of audits so that they could craft a personalized strategy for defending you against the audit. So guys, that's all I have for you today. You can now see that not all IRS audits are scary. It really comes down to understanding exactly what it is they're after and the depth of the probe they are going to conduct. When you know those two things, it becomes less stressful of an invasion into your life. But regardless to what level of audit you're facing, from extremely simple to the extremely complex, I am here to help you. If you get a nasty gram from the IRS, please don't panic. Schedule a time to chat with me at www.CallTheTaxPro.com. That's www.CallTheTaxPro.com taxpro.com and we'll work together to figure out a plan just for you. I'm Deltrice Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Tax Problem Solved. Till next time, bye y'all.